The homily today is about simplicity, purity, clarity, and innocence. The verse that I would like to focus on is this verse, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the main point I would like to make is this, and this comes from St. Nikolai, the true abode of the Holy Spirit is in a pure human heart. All others are only his workshop. I feel like my heart is God's workshop. <laughs> the true abode of the Holy Spirit is in a pure heart. All others are only His workshop. I mean, even, even when we uh, compare uh, or set at least set side by side the angels coming to the Virgin Mary and the angel coming to the prophet Zechariah, they both ask the same question. How can this be? And Mary had a pure heart and Zachariah was struck dumb for several months, right? Until he named John and he could speak. Same, same words to the same person. You know, there is something... There, there was some difference, and the, the, this, and 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 Prophet Saint Zacharias is a saint in the church, right? <laughs> so, it kind of gives some sense of what what was the purity of her heart uh, above all other human beings. There's a kind of progression in the Holy Virgin's encounter with the archangel. First, she's greatly troubled. She says nothing, but considers in her mind what sort of a greeting this might be. In other words, she's reserved. She's troubled inwardly, and she's reserved outwardly. And then... She says, how can this be since I have known no man? So she's inquisitive, but she's not disrespectful. Inquisitive, but not disrespectful. And then finally, she says, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it to me according to your word, expressing total obedience and total humility. So let's look at uh, a couple of illustrations that are uh, given to us by St. Nikolai asking the question, do we really want to be visited by God? You know, maybe we think if I had this, some kind of an encounter like this, then I would be holy and I would have all my answers, uh, questions answered. He says this. He says, Man waits on wonders from God, but when the wonder comes, he does not believe in it. Nature has become to men the, three, the tree of temptation, hidden 
under the shadow of nature. Because of his nakedness, man longs for God to visit him, but dreads God's visit. And when God does not visit him, he complains. But when he does come, man rejects him. As when it sounds like we're crazy, doesn't it? Maybe Mother, uh, Mother Melania, we're all a little bit insane. As when in paradise Adam was placed between two trees, those of life and of knowledge, so Adam's descendants are placed between two trees, God as the tree of life and nature as the tree of knowledge. For man's freedom, obedience, and humility may be tested now and then. Man's wisdom, man's heart, and man's will must be tested. Without temptation, there is no freedom. Think of that. Without temptation, there is no freedom. And without freedom, there are no men, but only two sorts of stone, movable and immovable. Incredible uh, anthropological insight. The incredible, you know, definition of man. Faith and reverence lead to divine understanding. And this comes from, uh, from St. John Chrysostom when he says, When Christ himself hid many things in the beginning, calling himself the Son of Man, and not revealing everywhere publicly his oneness with the Father, why then would we be surprised at this concealing in preparing of such a wondrous and a great mystery? All right, so, so faith and reverence lead to divine understanding. Faith and reverence is, is kind of concealed. It's hidden from the public. Isn't, isn't that what Jesus was telling us when he said to go into your closet and pray and when you give alms not to let the left hand know what the right hand's doing and when uh, you know and things like this here are some contrasts contrast between the weak-willed Eve and the heroic Virgin Mary Eve fell first into sin, and this in the brightness of paradise, where everything protected her from sin. Mary was the first to overcome all temptations, and this in the darkness of the world, where everything pulls towards sin. Therefore, the weak-willed Eve gave birth, as her first fruit of the earth, to Cain, the slayer of his brother, while the heroic Mary gave birth to the hero of heroes, who led the fratricidal human race, the fruit of Eve, the disobedient and the impure, out of the shadow of sin and of death. So sometimes we think, 
think that the circumstance that our circumstances that we're in will, uh, if we could just get out of these circumstances and get into new circumstances, then I would be a good Christian. Then I could live a holy life uninterrupted and and such. Eve was in paradise. The contrast of the humility and obedience of Mary with the pride and the disobedience of Eve. Let's read this. Listening to the explanation given by God's messenger, the humblest of humble maidens ended her conversation with the archangel with gentle words. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. She does not say, Behold thy handmaid, O archangel, but says, The handmaid of the Lord. For she knows that the archangel is but a messenger of the will of God, and that he, although mighty and immortal, is but a servant of the living God. On the other hand, she does not say, Be it done unto me according to the Lord's word, but according to thy word, thus showing honor to the immortal leader of the heavenly host. Both the one thought and the other express the readiness, the obedience, and her most perfect humility. Just incredible how these, the, every, wor, every word and every phrase has some kind of meaning and insight into who she is, how she thought, how she conducted her life. So, what to you and to me? Let us become imitators of her. Let us become imitators of the Holy Theotokos and Ever-Virgin Mary, our spiritual mother. Let us be slow to respond to things we don't understand and avoid strife. Let us listen more than we speak. Let us become like children as the Holy Virgin was in her posture towards the Archangel Gabriel. Simple instead of duplicitous. Pure instead of impure, clear instead of muddy, and innocent instead of guilty. Let us seek to understand with humbleness of mind, trusting in the Lord. Let us always respond to the voice of the Holy Spirit with a spirit of obedience, believing that this is the path to joy and peace because the true abode of the Holy Spirit is in a pure heart and all others are only his workshop the Lord Jesus Christ our God inspired by the psalmist we humbly ask thee to come into the workshop of our heart to create in us a clean heart, 
to renew a steadfast spirit within us and to make it the true abode of the Holy Spirit. For to thee are due all glory, honor, and worship to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.